0: Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with James Barkley, the head of client success at Passel, a sales and marketing platform focused on professional services. Hi, James. How are you? Hey, Ari, very well, thank you. Thanks for inviting me to the podcast. I'm looking forward to speaking with you today. So tell us about your background and your role at Passel.
1: I head up Passel's client success team. We look after our clients and make sure they can use our technology and implement the process we recommend to make the most out of the technology. Exciting for us is I'm also moving over to the U.S. to head up our U.S. Passel Inc., but as far as background, I've been working with the guys who founded Passel since the 1990s. Back in 95, we used to run conferences. And at the time, we were running conferences for the dot-com boom. And we worked out back then that the best way to sell a conference on a website was not to talk about the conference, but to talk about the industry. So back then, we employed journalists and we wrote content ourselves. Of course, we didn't call it content. We called it e-news and e-newsletters back in the 90s. And we built companies, basically event companies, around that content marketing strategy. And in 2000, just before the dot-com crashed, thank goodness, we sold one of those businesses called StreamingMedia.com right at the top of the dot-com boom, so it was great news. But what we learned was content marketing worked. Then the guys, Adam and Tom, who set up Passel, set up a firm called ServerSide. And ServerSide was a service firm. Back in 2003, this was. And what we did is we helped banks, sell and market their payment cards by the ability of putting a picture onto them. So I don't know if you ever saw a Capital One and Wells Fargo in the States, but you could put a picture of your dog or your kids on a credit card. (laughs) Um, And uh, so we were the technology behind that. I think this is probably 2008, we thought, hey, what we should do is write some blogs because we're niche experts. We know all about this tiny, tiny niche of card customization and of financial products and the internet and marketing we should write a blog for the sort of 50, 60 people who we frankly sold to. And we tried. (laughs) We failed miserably because actually sitting in front of a screen at two o'clock on a Thursday afternoon with a blank screen and thought of writing thought leadership was really tough. So we outsourced that to a writer who was brilliant at the big stuff, at the white papers, but actually not so good at that timely, expert-led kind of niche digestible content. So we failed on that blog side, but the company went well and we sold that company. And I went sailing, but the guys, Adam and Tom, sort of sat down and realized that problem probably existed for other folk, especially in professional services, these niche experts trying to showcase their expertise online. And they came up with Passel really to solve that problem. Then when they started commercializing that five years ago, I got off my boat and joined them. And that's where we're at now. How does Passel work? The best way to talk about it really is the outcome it creates. The outcome we're looking to create, and we're succeeding with folk like Freshfields and Reed Smith and Ropes and Gray and Deloitte, is enabling very busy experts who have ridiculous niche expertise to showcase that expertise in an authentic fashion online. And at its core, we use commentary as the basis. So when one of these experts, be it a lawyer at DLA Piper or Linklaters, they're in tax law, then when they see an article, they can actually highlight a piece of that text in that article hit the password button on their browser pop up a little designer which enables them to quickly and easily write their thoughts that they've been inspired to on the back of that original article so they're not talking about the original article that's just the thought inspiration and they're usually writing somewhere in the region of three to four hundred words but because they're in the moment of that thought it enables them to do it very quickly so on average users of passel are taking 10 to 15 minutes to create these very timely client relevant and importantly digestible pieces of content then we've got a system and a process that enables that to be made live very very quickly via a very very efficient approval process within the firm but the key outcome is that we're empowering very busy experts Really getting the expertise out of their heads and putting that online and people who never created content, never used social media, had never really interacted online with their clients doing that now, which is what we're looking for. What I'm most interested in in client success is helping them do that to drive business goals. It's really to drive business. The way I see the world is you can influence people in lots of different ways. You can pick up a phone and talk to them. You can speak at events. You can obviously go out for dinner and host meetings and take them to the football. But you can also influence people online. Of course, just over the last month or so, that's become
0: even more important. Very good point. How should professionals approach content creation in the current environment? Fundamentally,
1: nothing has changed. Good thought leadership is the same as it was a month ago. So is bad thought leadership, frankly, and the noisy stuff. Um, If anything, it cemented the difference between the kind of the good and the bad. Good content needs to be adding a new perspective and value. It needs to be timely and relevant. And I know this sounds silly, but it has to be useful to the person who's reading it. And what we focus on very much, and I think even more so than ever now, is the useful stuff coming out of, say, an attorney's head is not the things that I can pick up on CNN or on BBC or New York Times. It's the niche lens that they have. It's their perspective. It's how they see the world. So these come from the experts. We simply can't expect marketing teams to be delivering this expert advice. From our side, it needs to be short and digestible as well. That can lead to the big stuff, but particularly now they wanna know this stuff now and quickly. Obviously the content must be a function of empathy and listening, how to listen to their clients and therefore create something that's sympathetic and useful to those clients now. It's really putting your
0: feet very much in the shoes of your clients How does PASL enhance how your users broadcast their content? The attorneys'
1: networks are the things we want to open up, or the experts' networks. Often, these are not huge. We often talk to attorneys who have 15, 20, 40 people, and they're people, they're individuals, not firms, who are responsible for 80% of their billable hours. And so when we talk to them about creating content, we talk to them about creating content very much for those people they know to picture someone who they've known and been to dinner with and been around for barbecues for the last 20 years, right? Because if they can create content for those people, then those people are very, very likely to want to and be able to refer and recommend them online through social networks such as LinkedIn. When I say that, it means that they can like and they can share on LinkedIn if they're writing useful content for those people. So very much, we want to basically enable them to create content, share that on their social networks. And what we've seen is LinkedIn usage going up about three times from the attorneys that we work with. Importantly, and this was a big US law firm who we've just worked with, we saw that with a proof of value, 0.5% of their attorneys are now responsible for 30% of all traffic that's traveling from LinkedIn into their corporate website. You show what you know to drive people to see what you do, right? So LinkedIn, Twitter, social channels, very important. But also, we enable them and we encourage them to use that content on a one-to-one basis as well. So we've got a tool called Istatoy. I saw this and thought of you. Absolutely perfect for the follow-up. I had a call and I want to send an email saying how great to talk to you just now. I do hope we can do business. We were talking about this challenge, X, Y, or Z. It just so happens that either I created a piece of content or one of my colleagues created a piece of content that I think you'll find very, very useful. I do hope it is. And what we're finding is that's a far more powerful follow-up than your standard. It's also a great nudge. Literally, I haven't talked to you in a long time. It feels very awkward to ring you or write to you saying, I'm still an attorney. But actually, if you can write to them saying, hey, I saw this post that my colleague wrote and I thought of you because last time we chatted three months ago, we were talking about exactly this challenge you faced. Then that's really powerful too. So the one-to-one, the network, and obviously then also arming the central marketing team with this quality, timely, digestible content that they can put together into the newsletters and onto their social channels as well. The other thing that we've just developed, which is going down a treat, is a tool called Client Connect, which is a very focused newsletter. So what you're able to do, right now with a great little firm of 13 attorneys up in New York State called Colligan Law, is you're able to go on to their site. You subscribe to their newsletter, normal stuff. You then get to choose the subjects you're interested in, employment, tax, whatever it is. But then importantly, you can decide which authors you want to hear from. And then there's an automated email that goes out to you as an alert with exactly the content you want as often as you want, from whom you want to hear. And that really targeted content, I suppose, is what we're after. Really looking to influence the people who are important to the attorneys and thereby opening up their networks.
0: How do you see content creation changing in a work from home world? What we've seen is a a huge increase in the use of
1: our network over the last two weeks, about a 70% increase. I think that's a function of people having time. I think it's a function of people no longer going to events and having meetings and wanting to keep in touch and keeping relevant with their clients and prospects. We had a partner from Deloitte who said to us last week, We can't be physically close to our clients and prospects anymore, but we want to be virtually close. So there's a step change in that realization of online influence. And the best way to do that, of course, is not through noise but through very targeted, useful, timely content. So we're seeing a real increase to the point we're now doing a daily training session for all of our clients. A real interest in how best to achieve that. So we are all reaching out right now, just trying to be helpful, right? And I think it's important to state what we're doing is utterly irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. This is a medical emergency on a scale we've never seen affecting us all in a dramatic fashion so that goes without say right what we're trying to do on a personal level and on a business level is help and for what that's worth the stuff we can control we should right so the things we can control is helping folk create content and we're seeing a demand for that even more so now than ever we're also seeing a demand for some other stuff so yesterday I ran a session just half an hour with a law firm and I'm no expert in LinkedIn they just said hey would you mind just giving us some basics that you know I spent half an hour just talking about make sure you've got a good photo and a good headline. Make sure you've done an audit of the people you're connected to. So I think we're just all reaching out to our clients and working out what they want and how we can help. And I think that's on a personal level as well as a firm level, if that makes sense.
0: This is Ari Kaplan speaking with James Barkley, the head of client success at Passel, a sales and marketing platform focused on professional services. James, thank you so much. Thank you very much. It's wonderful. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or Ari advisors.com to learn more.